0: In the Moment, I'm your host, Reverend Ricky Allen Jr., thanking you always for tuning in, and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we're praying that you are doing it with the Lord in mind. More than ever, we need to be focused on what God's will is in our life and be able to respond to that will with our faith. So let us get started. Our morning text comes from John 16, verses 23 through 24, which reads as follows, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Here, though, have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Amen. And we definitely are looking for some fulfilling joy in 2023 as we move into this upcoming year with all the hopes and dreams that everybody has throughout the world, but we do it with the Lord in mind, and that begins with prayer. That begins with asking for God's direction in our life and to help us through his provisions and his blessings and his teachings and is going through this journey with Jesus Christ. It's a wonderful journey. Sometimes it's rough, sometimes it's tough, but that's why we pray. And speaking of prayer, we do have the information on the screen here. Uh, be sure to stop by all those channels to submit prayer requests or praise requests. Hey, if something happened great to you that the Lord has done, let us know, we'd love to hear about it. But right now though, we do have two prayer requests. We have one prayer for the year, um, which is good. Someone's out there praying for 2023 and praying for their circumstances. They didn't give a lot of details, uh, though we encourage details, not to where it tells all your business, but we kind of like a little, little bit of context in what's going on. And then we have one that gave us the context. He has a stomach issue that he's been dealing with. He is one of our longtime viewers, and so we definitely want to continuously pray for him. As he is dealing with the stomach issue, obviously he has not gone away yet, so we definitely want to pray for God's will in his life, that he is restored to 100%, and that he doesn't have this pain going on in his body. So with that being said, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being able to come to you in the need of prayer. Right now we ask in the name of Jesus, through the intervention of the Holy Ghost, that you touch our brother in Christ who's having the stomach issues, and as well as anybody out there who's having stomach issues. That's a, that's an internal pain that cannot be described. I'm sure, but we know that you know it, and we know that you will address it. So we come to you in faith, in our prayer and supplications, and praying that you will touch these individuals who have these issues in regards to their stomach, especially our young viewer who is definitely um, in pain. Uh, is one uh, he has brought to us a couple of times now and. Obviously it has not been solved yet, so we come to you reaching out for the answers and reaching out for a response that we know you'll give us. So in the name of Jesus right now, we claim the victory over the issue. We claim that he will claim the victory over the issue so that he may move on in 2023 with a healthy belly and a clear mind from pain. We pray for those who just are in the need of prayer, who did not give a lot of details, anything for that matter. So wherever it is that they're praying for, Father, we pray that first of all, it is for the glorification of your kingdom. We pray that it is for uh, learning, for teaching, for journey into a more personal relationship with you. We know, Lord, there are people out there that pray for a lot of things, and a lot of those things are for their own desires. But we want to trust in you, Lord, in knowing that this viewer is coming to you with a desire for prayer, for a circumstance that is not of that nature, but one of a nature that wants to be closer to you and wants to experience you. So Lord, let it be your will in that prayer request. And we will forever give your name the praise. We pray for all those things going on around the world from Ukraine to Brazil to Lithuania. Oh gosh, there's just so many things, Lord, going on in these countries that it will take all day to to name them, but we know that you are a righteous God, and we know that you are looking down, and you are responding faithfully and fruitfully in the process. And we trust the process always, Lord. We always will, and we always do. These and all things we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. We pray God is going to bless you with a mighty message and hope to support you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Email us at yourmomentministries at gmail.com with your praise and prayer requests. Help support this ministry through your cash app, dollar sign, your moment. We appreciate your continued prayers and support. Our topic today is Stop Worrying, Start Believing. Stop worrying, start believing. In 2023, we have goals we've set, and one of those is not to worry so much about so many things that are not in our control anyway. So stop worrying, start believing. Our text comes from Matthew 6, starting at verse 34. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, so if it sounds a little different, don't worry about it, which reads, therefore don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your already blessed word. May we learn something from it in this message you've given us, we ask to pull from your word things that we can apply to our life and not just read the text, but understand it for true, proper application. These things we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Stop worrying. Start believing. If there's one thing we do more in a day than anything else is worry. I think we all can agree with that. Um, Besides eating, (laughs) worrying is what we do. In fact, we worry about what we're gonna eat and worry about if we have the money to eat it, but uh, that's a whole other topic. When we're alone, our minds race off into the sunset, not into peace, but worry. How many of y'all go to bed worrying? I think we all have done that. We worry about money, children, children at college or whatever status they're in 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 their adulthood, young adulthood, childhood. We worry about parents, our relationships with parents in whatever season of life you're in. Financial ability to spend as we please, paying bills, we worry about that. All these things and more. And when we're called out on our worry, we defend ourselves by saying, We're not worried. We're just concerned. You ever have that one thrown at you? You can see they're worried, but they'll try to shine it up and say, oh, I'm just concerned. You know, it's not worrying. You know, I'm just concerned about what's going on. But it all comes down to a core emotion, and that is fear. Because we've made fear to be a degrading word. You're scared. The, the truth is, yeah, you are scared. because You don't know what's going on. You don't know where this thing is going. You don't know where you're going to be at on the other side. So you're not concerned. You're scared. Let's just get to the root of the matter. This is about fear. You're scared because there's a certain level of control you desire. I desire. We all desire to have over the situation, and when we don't have it, we act different. Right now, someone just got offended by me saying that because we pull back the reasoning in some of the decisions made, you'll find that some of your reasoning isn't made to trust God, it's in fear of what could happen, and right now you're mad that I just said that. Because it's true, I mean, I don't pull no punches. This is true. Here are some things that I hear daily that speaks to worry, that speaks to fear. Maybe you have heard them. I know fill in the blank will happen. I just know it. I've heard that one a number of times. You don't understand. I know this is going to happen because fill in the blank. And it's, then you're realizing no one is living in the day that they have been given, no one. When you start hearing about these little phrases that people use to defend their fear, because that's what it is, they're not living in the day that y'all, you're not, you're not here with the rest of us. They're just not. They're living in their past years, and then they're living in the future. They're burning both sides of the candle wondering why they can't find a stable foundation for light. The fact is, you don't know what will happen, no matter how well you know your situation. I don't have to understand to know because I'm focused on right now and not tomorrow, which is not mine or yours in the first place. All coming from a certain layer of control we all desire. And when we don't have it, we're scared. All coming from knowing we have it together. This year, will not be different because you're thinking the same way. If I had just a certain amount of control on what's going on, I will feel better, I will look better, I will act better, but you know better than what you was last year. But here in this text, Jesus is telling us something. The first part of this It's the the Sermon on the Mount. We're in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 6 covers a believer's behavior, verses one through eight. A template for how to pray, verses nine through 13. Back to behavior, this time focusing on forgiveness and fasting, verses 14 through 18. And then 19 through 24, he speaks of where your your investment is spiritually. Which leaves us, verses 25 through 34, which speaks on the topic of worrying. Worry is a negative meditation because of a lack of faith in God's provision. Let me say that one more time. Worry is a negative meditation because of a lack of faith in God's provision. Worry is the failure to put faith to action in your life via what you say and what you do. You've heard it in the scriptures, faith without works is dead, and when it dies, something else creeps in. Worry. Focusing just on verse 34, Jesus says this, therefore don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. There are three abilities here you will need to have this year, if you want to stop worrying and start believing. And for many of us, worry less and believing more. First one is, don't worry about tomorrow. Easier said than done. Why? Because the world has taught you to take control of time. I'm here to tell you today, You have no control over time. Time will always do its job. It's going to push forward and remind you of your days, weeks, months, and years that God has given you because it's doing its job and getting you towards your destination, which is to be either in front of the Lord or in hell. The time you have in between there is up to you to make the decision on which way you're going to go with whatever time God has given you. Time does not care but you've been trained to prepare and plan and that is overtaking god's will now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with order even 1 corinthians 14 40 says but everything must be done decently and in order however it's also written a man's heart plans his way but the lord determines his steps when your heart overtakes what the lord is determining then yes Planning becomes a problem. One more time. When your heart overtakes what the Lord is determining, your plans become a problem. This is why Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. Here's another reason not to worry about tomorrow. There are things Jesus wants to wow you with, But you have to have control of tomorrow's activity, and you'll never see him. You see, we don't fit Jesus into our plans so that we don't have to worry. He covers us with his so that we learn how to live. People who worry are always surviving to the next day, but are never living out the life Christ has for them because they're carrying so much on them bony shoulders and then wondering why they're always tired, wondering wonder why they're going gray every other day, wondering why they can't get the weight off is because you're carrying everything all the time. You know, you can ask my wife um, of 21 years, it's not the things are not a big deal to me. I'm just very passive on a lot of things because I know God will take care of it. I know Jesus is gonna respond. I know the Holy Ghost is going to let me know what I need to do, whether it's stand there and be quiet, move on an issue, speak at a time that I need to speak, and look and observe at things that are going on to teach me something. That's a discipline. You don't learn that overnight, folks. So if you're in that process, be encouraged you got to learn. Eventually, you'll get tired enough to understand that God's taking care of everything anyway, so why are you trying to be God, and why are you trying to sit at the table? If I'm sitting at the table with the Lord Jesus Christ, God is already taking care of me. He's He's providing for me. I am not trying to sit there to give input. I am there because he has provided a seat at the table, Psalm 23. But not only does he say, don't worry. He also gives you a reason not to worry. He says tomorrow will worry by itself. Jesus is trying to keep you out of the next day because he wants you living for today. If you make the decision to take on the responsibilities of the morrow, you're telling Jesus two things. First, you are saying you're gonna be there when you don't know anything that's gonna happen in the next hour. That's what you're saying, whether you believe it or not, that's on you. You're, you actually believe you're going to be there when you don't know what's going to happen the next hour, the next minute. Ask the 9-11 families. Ask the families of children who were shot in that school in Texas earlier last year. The woman who was shot in Newport News recently by a sixth grader. You don't know anything if you're even going to be here let alone in the state that you're in right now physical mental spiritual every time you wake up you should give thanks because that means you still have work to do for the kingdom that's what that means second you're not allowed you're not allowing jesus to reveal anything to you there are things that our Lord wants to wow us with, surprise us with, teach us in the process that you're never going to see if you gotta have tomorrow too. God gives you the day you wake up, you, you've got the day ahead of you and you, you're living according to Christ, but those that aren't, well, they gotta have tomorrow too because we can't go off that outlook calendar, can't go too far off script because, well, those are the plans and you've put them before God where no changes can be made. Have you ever been with someone that you're going to an event with and they already in their mind have planned out how the day's gonna go and they've they've already um, created this memory and they're working to the memory, the memory's not working to them, they're working to the memory. There are a lot of people out there that are working on their own vision of the day and not working towards God's will in the day, let alone the hours, minutes, and seconds. They can't adapt to the change because, well, they've envisioned this thing going a certain way, and now it's not going that way, and it's upset them. They're crying, they're, they're welling up in tears because they, well, I saw this going so different. Guess what? we all have done that, but eventually, you gotta understand, okay, this is God's will. Obviously, he didn't want me at that event. Obviously, he didn't want it going this way. Obviously, he took this moment to teach me something about what's going on around me and the people thereof so that I could be better at what he wants me to do and receive the blessing that he wants me to receive and be properly prepared for it. But you'll never get there when you've got to have control of everything. Some of y'all have too much control over everything and wonder why you don't experience the relational aspect of Jesus and why you're not seeing signs and wonders is because you're controlling the space in which our Lord desires to work, but you won't let him take full custody of your space because you worry, stop worrying, start believing. Finally, he ends with giving a truth about the future. What does he say? He says, each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus is telling you if you wake up the next day, there are things in that day you're going to have to deal with, the good and the bad. They are not what you dealt with yesterday. This is a whole new day. Some of y'all are living in the same day, seven days a week. I'm here to tell you you're wrong on doing that thing different. It's time to write the ship. It's 2023, it's January, okay? Let's start off right. Let's come off the block right to finish the race, all right? Stop living in the same day seven days a week. It's ridiculous. You're killing yourself, and you're hurting everybody around you, and you're bothering your neighbors because they see that you're living in the same day, but you don't see it because you're in the same day. You're angry about stuff that happened on Sunday, and it's Wednesday. You're still worrying about stuff that happened on Monday, and it's Friday. To you, it's all the same day. That's annoying. Quit it. Stop it. I love you, and I'm going to tell you because I love you. Stop it. Every day is different. Christ says it right here. Every day has the problems of its own. This is where he gives no details on what the trouble is, but make no mistake, there's enough for each day of the week. This is why verse 33 makes the connection to verse 34, which says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be provided for you. Now, I've heard that verse quoted in many a church since I was five years old and was able to understand what was being said. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's a great hook on a good sermon. But the fact of the matter is the seeking part begins (laughs) with understanding that it is a new day. You wake up. It's time to seek every day Jesus wakes you from your sleep you need to be focused on seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness first because each day has trouble of his own and you're gonna to have to deal with it there are things that will test your faith your family's faith your marriage your job your finances and if you have not sought the kingdom of God first and all its righteousness then worry Is all you will have to hang on to, which will lead, by the way, to more problems. Let me explain. Many of you will start doing your own thing. You're going to try to solve the problem yourself. God is trying to show you the answer. God is trying to show you how to do it. God is sending you people to help you. God has done everything God's gonna do to take care of your circumstance, but you can't receive none of the blessings because you are lost in your own mind. Talking to worry, addressing worry, responding to worry. Worry has a rent-free room in your head. It's time to stop worrying, start believing. If you're going to maintain in 2023, you got to seek God in all its righteousness. This is why Jesus says it. He says, he literally says, tomorrow has problems of his own. Yes, there are some things that you're going to have to address. Well, uh, Reb, Na'la, well, the things I'm addressing today is what I addressed yesterday. Still a new day. The problem just evolved. It's still still a new problem, because guess what? It's a new day, so it's a new problem. You don't address it as new, you don't see new things. That's the only way I can explain it to you. And you ain't gotta believe that, but you know it's right. Every day is new. God has said it. The prophets have said it. Christ is telling you. Everything is new, and then Christ adds on to it. It's got his own problems, too. Take that into consideration. But why are you having these issues? You haven't sought God in all this righteousness, and now you're working on your own energy to get control of the situation, and you've been blinded by the world's rules on time, and you can't see how to do anything right because you're not trusting God, which means God could be talking to you, and you're not hearing anything, and God could be showing you things, but you can't see them because you're going your own way. Stop worrying. Start believing. You don't know nothing about tomorrow. You only know what you know right now when it comes to God's will in your life. You don't know if you're going, even going to be there. You need to accept you're not in control of anything. You need to remember to seek Jesus every time you wake up to a new day, first and foremost. You need to trust in his provision and his provision alone. Give your life to the Lord and allow him to lead you into life you never thought possible. Live, don't survive. And it begins with stop worrying and starting to believe. And maybe this year's the first time you're taking that on. Maybe for some of our seasoned believers out there, this might be the first time you actually trust in those words. Got a lot of church going folk out there that, I'm not gonna lie, you, you, you dread the day that someone has to pray for you. You don't mind praying for other people when you doing good and you can handle that 20 spot or that five spot or that 10 spot, but when it's your turn though, oh, you can't handle that, that's too much. I'm not that person. Some of y'all, I wonder sometimes, I really do, because if you're going to live out what Christ has said, then you should know That Satan comes for us all in a due season and accuses us. He'll say, oh, they're only like that because God is blessing them. Let God go silent and see what they do. Let's get a child sick and see what they do. Let's get this marriage rocky and see what they do. Let's get that job removed on a layoff or you just get fired for some chump reason. Let's see what they do. And then Satan is waiting to accuse you. So this is who they are. Because when you pull back the layers of things we use to protect worry, when you pull back those layers and we are exposed for who we really are, when we remove all the stuff and things and you can't afford it anymore and you can't go on vacation anymore and you can't go on a golf trip with your buddies anymore and Internet's about to cut off, and you can't get on Facebook. The cell phone doesn't work. You got to go get one of those prepaid phones in the car. You can't make the payments, so now you got to... That's going to get repossessed, and next thing you know, you got to go get this other car from your family that it works, but it ain't the best. It's not what you look like. And We call that a humbling experience. That's what we call that. But the fact is... How are you going to respond to that? Are you going to worry? Or are you going to pray and believe that God's purpose in the process is for your benefit? Because if you don't believe that, then you'll be no different than the Hebrews who wandered for 30 plus years. Why did they wander? It began with the lack of faith. And you and I know it. So, what are we going to do? starting right now and moving forward, we're gonna work on this thing called worry because we're human and we gotta work on things. Uh, A lot of things we just can't go cold turkey on. I'm not gonna sit here and say tomorrow, you're gonna stop worrying. Nope, 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 most most of you go right back to worrying. But what I can say is we're gonna pray that God moves us into a space to teach us how not to worry in 2023 at a capacity to where he cannot reveal himself to us, let alone operate in our lives, let alone us uh, submit our lives to him to see the wonders of God and trust in the process. That's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to do it. And that's how we're going to get there through praying. We get there through prayer. We get there through praying and being observant of God's will, in our life so if you're out there and you need an idea you need things to invoke this action this activity here's what i want you to do i want you to contact us by the information provided early in the show i want you to reach out through our different uh media channels we've developed and i want you to uh, start a conversation maybe we can provide some insight to help you out uh different things that i do personally uh, to avoid this thing called worry to the best of my ability just like you i'm no different than you uh but you know at the same time though um if you do not know the lord let us help you in that area and that way we can get you on a path to understanding what we're talking about we got folks that tune in all the time that are still understanding their walk with christ and they read their bible but that's all they've done they read their bible they don't know how it applies to their life. And that's what In The Moment is here for yet again for another year. And we pray that you are uh, getting something from this as we are getting something from this as well. So until next week, may God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. God willing, if we're there. <laughs> and I will talk to you then. But the Lord have his way. You take care.